right, well, welcome back to the Blue Guys. This is Mike here, Salo Brian. Hello. Check us out on Twitter at BK Glue Guys. You can check us out on iTunes, search Glue or search Glue Guys. Um, it's been a long time. Bry Guy and I have had, you know, we you've had something momentous happen in your life. A couple of married guys in a basement. Got our rings on. I just noticed your ring. Uh, did you see my the rock, the diamond? <laughs> it's uh, it's my ring's too big, and I have a big ball of tape wrapped around the bottom. Got so like nothing less. Have Brian. Egan. Haven't had to, the time to stop by the jewelry store. Already had it resized once. It's like you guys can't get this right. Come on, come on, people. So debrief from your wedding. How do you, so your wedding was what oh, two weeks ago? Was, you know, that's you know, why. That's so that's why part of the part of the reason, not the whole reason, part of the reason why we yeah we had, had some explaining. We've had some we had yeah. some explaining. And right. I we I guess we apologize. It's not really. I apologize. Okay, you are less of a nah. gracious person than me, <laughs> but I I fully apologize. Um, mostly it was just you know I'm, I'm you know riding waves of life, just like, like moving, marriage, yes. All kinds of stuff. Um, so you know, we've been, I've been, I've been taking all I can handle. Um, but we're back at it again. You know, here we are, and it feels great. I got supply you pods all throughout. Yeah, net centric, specifically next net centric from here on. No, these will probably be a little bit more NBA general. But it's good to be back. I got a little even nervous, like going into that intro. It's been so long. I feel. I feel like um, like a virgin again. We still got it. I mean, that's I that's the whole that's thing. It. It. When we get excited like that, you know, that's when you really love something. Um, the only crit- not, not criticism, but you know, I, I I've shared our podcast with people close to me that don't really know that I do the podcast. They're like, oh. it's great. You guys should do less nets. That's oh, what I always get. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. well, sort yeah. of what we do. No, we sort of have to do nets. Let's take a vote. We'll put this on the Twitter sphere. Talk to yeah. us more or less. Uh, gets, what's the over under? Ten minutes. <laughs> Ten minutes of nets time. Yeah. Uh, we will talk about a lot of nets today because we've missed so much news. We're going to talk about uh, sort of the NBA playoffs, but mm, a little bit. Yeah. And we're going to talk about the new season of Blow Deck. <laughs> um, Which I've only actually watched 15 minutes of. So I think that's that all you really that- need. <laughs> Um, but r- real quick, uh, your take on your own wedding? What did you? My take? Oh, dude, it was you know riding on a on a rainbow, surf, surfing on a rainbow. It's amazing. It's like I, you know, you um, the weeks leading up, you get like progressively more nervous, just like the idea of <clears throat> having all these people around. Sorry, um, and then it just the day happens, and it's just there's so much chaos, so much. Well, mostly it's just waiting around. The the actual day of, you're just like. What were you doing Sit- the day of? Like, what most were you- boring day of my life. Just sitting in hotel rooms. Just got dressed by like one thirty. Um, had to sit until five. You know, I had to be out of my actual hotel room at nine thirty and just wait around all day, which is great. You know, I like to waste time, but uh, <laughs> it got got a little dreary. Um, but yeah, I mean, once you're in the zone, though, the Any- most, the only like nerve wracking part was when I was outside of the curtain. Like about to be, you know, the, all the people are waiting. You can hear them chit chatting and stuff, and it's like there's people out there. But then once you see him, you're like, I know that, I know that fucking guy. I know that guy. Right? Know, yeah, I'm not afraid of that guy. Yeah. No, that's Mike Smell. But He's were like, you afraid? Could you see me? Uh, I saw you. Yeah, yeah, yeah you yeah. saw me. I, I was pretty close. I gave you a wink. Yeah, um, I thought that was for me. I just wanted was. to make sure it was. Uh, yeah, I, I, that was one of the only winks I think I gave. I think you got the only wink. Yeah, I felt pretty good. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I like turned to Sam and I yeah. said, "Did you see that? Yeah, got a wink. See, we, we, got, we got something." There. I needed someone. There was a lot of people I didn't know all that well in the first few rows, and I was like, "I, I gotta get some wink. I, I gotta get a wink out." Um, um, I will say, 
so you know as being an attendant of a certain wedding is that there's a certain point in the crowd when everyone is silent because they expect uh something to happen yeah your silence was a long silence did you know that my what do you mean like you're the 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 moment when the crowd shut up mm-hmm. to wait for whoever was going to walk down first which was you guys what i mean uh, oh. There was like I think it prematurely yeah okay was silent. So I heard the cue okay so here's what happened there's a little in the background I heard so Jim the officiant um said like turn off your cell phones or whatever we're gonna start this thing and neither of the two people doing the cue heard that but I did because I have supersonic hearing <laughs> and I was looking at them and I was like it's time to go and they're like no we're waiting for the cue and I was like cue happened Linny like get get your head in the game. Let's go. And she's like, no, 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 no. And then it was quiet for so long at that point. She's like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, Lenny, listen to me. Yeah. Um, I mean, because, yeah. But And thoughts start to creep in everyone's head, at least yeah. my head. Really? It was on? that long? Yeah. <laughs> it was a long time. Two <laughs> band double. Guys, the two, uh, the, the guitarist and the, yeah. whatever the other instrument was, the Fid- fiddleist. Fiddle, yeah. The fiddleist. We went for the Irish tunes. It was very Irish. Yeah. Well, one, I'm I'm Jewish, so I wasn't. Yeah, you're I didn't not prepared know for that kind of Irishness. So they they did you see all the fat-headed Irish uncles and people? Yeah, like it was great. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah, the and I don't know if Katie picked the Katie, your wife, not your wife. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. That's my wife. That's my wife. You stay away. <laughs> uh, I don't know if she picked that location on purpose for the wooden floorboards that would match beautifully <laughs> with the music. But I think probably I felt her. like I was in the bottom of the Titanic. Yeah, that's, <laughs> it was that's like, the vibe we were trying to get. We, were, dude, we wanted the working class foot stomping. Yeah, because yeah, it was like so. This area of Philly is what is it called? Fishtown. Fishtown. Yeah, and it's uh, yeah, it's like an Irish working class part of town. It's a weird part of town. If you're just showing up, like this is where the wedding is. Yeah, it's weird. It's but the entire the uh, the interior of the thing is like it used to be a pickle factory, pickle barrel factory, actually specifically. So it's got some industrial chic. I was right before we went out for uh so after the cocktail hour, um we me and Katie are like waiting to be like introduced or whatever by the DJ, you know, and do the first dance. And everyone goes inside except for one guy who is Katie's mom's uh employee, a dentist like practitioner or whatever. Her husband, a guy we've never met before, is just standing there talking to us about the the place. Are you serious? <laughs> His like name is like Paul, and Paul's just like, yeah, they could have uh, probably should have painted some of these beams. It's like, and they're like, no, <laughs> like no, Paul, it's like a rustic, you know, it's kind of a look. It's like. Nah, I would have painted him. <laughs> yeah, it's actually guy it was actually though. great because it like really cut the tension. And you're like, yeah, um, it was fun. It was a lot of fun. Good. I'm glad. I I wish we had more FaceTime with you. Yeah, but you can't. you were not being assertive. Let me just say that there were some people that were really asserting FaceTime I who I didn't know no, no, not no. know that well. I was not gonna dive yeah, in. There's a because couple. you had your group. You know, you had your crowd. <laughs> yeah, um, a couple of like fringe like friends of my parents. Got like a ton of FaceTime. Did I tell you about my my interaction with your dad? No, <laughs> no, please do. Uh, well, the the beginning of our relationship mm-hmm. is your dad thinks I I'm so we went to a basketball game with your dad once. He thinks you're skittish. Yeah, yeah. he thinks I was like the biggest P U S S Y. Yeah, that's ever. And he's not far off. Yeah, it's pretty close. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I didn't come up to you at your own wedding. Yeah, because I didn't want to like yeah. impose. Don't want to be too heavy handed. Okay, so. <laughs> Uh, your dad, we, we, Sam and I walk out, we're leaving the wedding, and your dad is walking out. I don't know what he's doing. And I say, Mr. Egan, do you know me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's like, no. 
<laughs> really? I mean, he was pretty drunk by the way. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. It was, it was, and I was like, we went to um, on Brian's podcast, and yeah. so I thought it was the best way. Right. Uh, we went to a game together, and I could see in his head, he was like, oh, this is that kid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yes, sir. But yeah. I was, I, I was like really mad. I really tried to give him a hard handshake. So I oh, wanted good. to respect me. You know, yeah. I want Mr. You, you got to do some work. You Your get... past food was fantastic. Past food? Like the hors d'oeuvres. Oh, yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Um, no, we had a, gr- a good thing going where uh, right after the <clears throat> ceremony, this is like a wedding podcast now, we, get, we go uh, right after the ceremony, we went into and they had a room, a special room just for us with the cocktails and the, all the hors d'oeuvres, just in case we didn't like get around to getting any, which I wouldn't have had no, had that no not shot. been there. But it was good to like just kind of have a debrief, you know, moment of introspection. Yeah, it was it was a winning um, winning event. You should yeah. be very proud. I'm glad. Katie should be proud. I'm glad you liked it, Mike. Um, a lot having you there. What is the percentage of people who've gone and then who have also then given you gifts? What is the percentage? Gone and given me gifts. Yeah. Um. Like most, most, yeah. Okay, couple that like put the card in, no, no gift, which was like, what do you mean? Like the, the give me a card, just a card, just a card. And I was like, I wonder what that's about. Interesting. Which is fine. I like a card. You know, it's very nice. <laughs> but I'm wondering it's if it's like odd. if it's like an accident, and I'm like, do I need to? It's not. not do the... you need to send a thank you card at that point? <laughs> yeah, that's, thank, you. That's, yeah. thank you for yeah. like. Thank so... you for your card. So I have to meet you halfway with cards. <laughs> it's like a one to one card handoff. Um, someone who <clears throat> should have a congratulations card on their refrigerator is Kenny Atkinson. Yes, probably more than one. Um, a couple. He's been getting a lot of nice uh, quotes in the media from various sources. So I feel like we should kind of run through sort of what has happened yeah. since we've been gone. Well, you know what? Let's, Kelly Clarkson. Um, yeah, go ahead. G- give him the rundown. What are you saying? No, I was just saying let's, t- let's touch on the Kenny Atkinson thing. I mean, yeah. it's already old news. It's been there since February or something. Each, Yeah, and I'm, we'll go each beat. I mean, really, the only thing we can have an opinion on is Kenny Atkinson and maybe Jacques Vaughn. But, um, oh, no, that was Mark's. Sorry, so, Atkinson. Sorry. But, um, yeah. So they hired Kenny Atkinson, a guy who... I'm, I'm not going to lie. I didn't know he existed in the world until really? five weeks ago. Oh. And now I do, and I've read up on him. Mm-hmm. As you say, like... And, and you have strong opinions. You've built up... Very some... strong opinions. Yeah, yeah. A plus higher? Um, I don't know. Who knows? <clears throat> but the, everyone within sort of the, the basketball intelligentsia is obsessed with this dude. Well, I knew about him a fair... A fair there's... People on the internet really like him. There's like a pretty like sizable contingent of people who are like, we need to consider this guy for coach. Love like all the for all the same reasons. Basically, the player development stuff is what everyone right. points to. And there's you know people like Jeremy Lin who seem to really have a soft soft spot for him. Um, He's got a is, weird group of supporters. It's Jeremy yeah, Lin, Kent Bazemore. Yeah, I know. Just those two. I mean, do we even, want do we want Kent Bazemore for fifteen million a year? I don't so think that's so. the thing, right? Yeah. I mean, the most obvious connection is that Kent Bazemore is going to be a net next year. Yeah, or Jeremy. I mean, Jeremy Lin makes the most horrible sense. I mean, no, I, I to be honest, having watched Jeremy Lin a little bit more during these playoffs, I I like him. It's, his his problem is uh, an upstairs problem. He just has to know to make better decisions. He's, what his he's, haircut. That yeah, everything yeah. above the shoulders, hair, aesthetics <laughs> included, uh, are in a in disarray. Um, but no, he like is crazy athlete. He seems like insanely fast and willing to sacrifice his body. 
um, just doesn't know when to pass out of a drive and when to shoot because he'll always shoot, and it's a often crazy contorting layup that doesn't always go in. I mean, it's like so, like you know, you can't you can say yes, you want Jeremy Lin, but it only really matters if he's signed for a good price. But which you're not going to do. Like okay, free agency. We'll imagine we'll, we'll imagine the team of like Jeremy Lin and Ken Bazemore as your two starting guards. That's not going to be great, but in retrospect, it's going to be better than That's not Shane be, Larkin the, and you yeah, know, Shane Larkin and, and Boyan and, and Boyan is abysmal. Lin and Bazemore is bad, and Bazemore it seems to be a fun guy to follow. He yeah. was like Benchman Superman, yeah, with the Warriors. Now he's actually good. Yeah, um, he could be a fun guy. Jeremy Lin is, as you say, he's an exciting ish ish player. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, it'd be good just generally, like if you could sign him for a, a one or two year contract, which you can't. But who Lin? Lin, yeah, as just a stopgap, a stopgap PG. You know, he's also kind of old. He's twenty seven. Um, he's not that young anymore. Yeah. Um, so that kind of um can't depend on that kind of explosiveness much longer. Um, at that position it would be kind of great if if he did do well in this team with the nets after his linsanity run with the knicks yeah and the knicks are continuing to head down the path of like just d- just complete disaster they're gonna fire phil jackson and it's going to be crazy i don't know when it happens well they there's the whole thing at, i think the end of next season they have a mutual out or something like that where right. phil can just leave mm-hmm. uh without having to yeah, which, i don't know why he would leave uh how much he's getting paid it's twelve million a year. I think. Yeah. Um. Anyways, Kenny Atkinson. You know what? As we were saying before the pod, you know, we're talking about Vogel and Dave Yeager. Mm-hmm. Uh, Atkinson is a more exciting, intriguing hire than either of those yeah. two dudes. He's at the. You know what I like about him? The right age. He's like fifty. That's that's the that's the right age to be to like. He's like like late forties. Yeah. That's that's the kind of age you want for unless you're you know, Brad Stevens, like, wonderkind um, kind of level. But uh, that's, you know, you don't, like, the Lionel Holmes that he was, like, 60-something years old, I was like, even that, like, that's kind of an annoying age. To, well, and Luke uh, Walton, I know that, you know, he's a highly thought-of assistant. He led the, the Warriors to, they were undefeated completely under him mm-hmm. when he was the interim, I forget. Um, So, but he's 36. Yeah. And I remember when the Warriors hired him, he was uh he's well thought of but it's also like he's this he was super young and more of an close to the end of a bench assistant not a lead assistant mm-hmm. and now he's a head coach of a of a bad team i would rather have a 48 year old atkinson who's been around the block much more mm. to lead the team i mean the most surprising thing i learned today is that sheldon williams is only 32 that guy looks like he's 52 I wonder what's Marx's connection to Duke. I mean, there's now we have two Dukies, Trajan Langdon and Sheldon Williams coming here. Um, and now I don't know if it's just like the Spurs connection because Langdon, I think, was with the Spurs at one point. Uh, but do you know Kenny Atkinson speaks five languages? Shut up. Can you name them? Um, I can. It is. This is from so New York posted a really oh, nice. I did read that, and one of them is not Russian. He doesn't speak Russian. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Yeah. French, Spanish, Italian, German, and English. I want to see how much like of the worst of those. I feel like at that point, if you're speaking like four languages, be like, yeah, I took like Spanish in high school. I can I can say a couple things. You just tack that one on, right? I, I like to say of the of the. It's probably like functional <clears throat> functional Spanish. If yeah. I'm going to coach a Spanish a Spanish speaking player, I can communicate enough. But that's another thing. Like, isn't he one of these guys that sleeps like three hours a night? I, I feel like that's like sort of his mo. He's just one of those. 
crazy. That's what you want. That's what you want. Yeah. I mean, that's what yeah. I want to be. I will never be. There is an interesting array of people that are uh, supporting this hire in terms of just in the basketball community. Like Mike D'Antoni likes it. Uh, obviously, Budenholzer is a big <clears throat> fan of Atkinson. Then you have the players who support it, sort of these array of players who were no good. And then he had some impact on their lives and made them made them better. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll see. You know, and, and it's an obvious thing, and everyone, people have said this before, but, like, the hiring of Atkinson specifically shows uh, Marx's hand about what he wants this team to do. Mm-hmm. They're not going to sign – I mean, they would like to sign Kevin Durant, but they're not going to sign Kevin Durant. I mean, Marx really cleared house. That was quite a thing. He even let Timmy Walsh go. No. Yeah. Kind of ruthless. Yeah. I mean, um, listen. No. I mean, it's kind of – I guess it's what you got to do. You got to, like, sweet sweet as he might be, it may be, he just represents the old guard, you know? It's surprising how that that some people actually do can stay through multiple regimes. Mm-hmm. No problem at all. They're just able to slide right in. I think, you know, I'm not like happy he fired people. But yeah. what it does show is that he had more vision than just being like, I'm yeah. going to be a, a GM and then I'm going to keep these people on because I have no idea yeah. what they should really be doing. No. Like he made a decision. He, I mean, bad or good, he said, I want a different thing. Mm-hmm. I've actually evaluated this position. I want a different thing at yeah. the trainer's spot. Yeah, he did, this guy he did a deep sa- dive, sa- and he knew that Tim Tim Walsh. Lives. He knew that Tim Walsh literally, was filling these guys' heads with a bunch of <laughs> whispering new ones. Literally <laughs> save lives. Um, <laughs> I don't know. It'll be interesting. I mean, you know, if, so if they're going the player development route. He said he may have sabotaged Darren Williams. That's what it was. He's like, <laughs> good. I good. shouldn't be saying these. people have lost their jobs here. I got to be more reverent. Uh, <laughs> um. So I think we'll we'll do another pod where we really kind of dive deep into free agency. Oh yeah, yeah. I actually have we're an outline go, for that. We're gonna go it's ready to go. We're gonna bring the submersible out and get real deep in there. Um, Jacques Vaughn, you're excited? Oh, that's the that's the biggest hire to me. Actually, I don't. I, I was very unimpressed with what Jacques Vaughn did in Orlando. Yeah, they're pretty horrible. <laughs> I wonder if they're just bringing him on as a I don't know as a because they're buddies, but um. Or maybe to maybe to teach him a little something about coaching because he seemed like a pretty. He was also he's so young to be like he's another one of those thirty five year old um, coaching hires. Well, and every one that they've hired, so they they hired part of the Sheldon Williams news was there. Well, I mean, he's forty one now, but when Orlando hired him for head coach, I mean, everyone that Marks is hiring is all about his age, yeah. a little bit older. Atkinson's forty eight, I think, right? Yeah, but he'll be one of the oldest people in the organization. Um, which is a pretty young group. Well, it's important too because the the game is changing. You know, you can't have these these guys who played in the seventies and eighties around because they they're annoyingly stubborn about what makes a basketball team good, or you know, they're they're just um, they're towing the line that that was put before them in the eighties, and the game's changed, Mike. There it is. You know, and I then d- yeah, okay. I will say one thing about Jacques Vaughn. So, like, we we did not like him as a Magic coach, but. It's not like the Magic are all that great right now. Yeah. And they have, what, Scott Skiles is their coach? I really don't even know. Um, So there you go. There's there's your Nets look at. Are you excited? Yeah. No, You're I, more hopeful now than you were when we last spotted. You know what it ago. is? It's like I'm excited. Uh, It's not like – it's interesting because all of those, like, um, big splashy exclamation point like newsworthy signings of various kinds, like immediate firing and hirings and like, you know, going all in on old good players and stuff like that's fun to report about. You know, that's like this kind of 
stuff. It's like, you know, I have optimism that it'll be like, we'll be a good team, but I'm not optimistic for the headlines. <laughs> the headlines <laughs> do not seem to be like going for, for just for the sake of us having a podcast. It's not a, not an enormous benefit. Calipari would have been better. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. Been... Giving Cal, Cal the keys uh, would be good for us. But, but, it, and I've said this before, I don't think the Nets are, I mean, I, they have a really bleak future, yeah. but I don't think they're all that far away from contending. And if Atkinson is as much of like a, a basketball whisperer as people are mm-hmm. saying, and they do make a couple of smart signings just to, to upgrade a couple of key spots, I really don't think it's that far from, from playoffs. I mean, mm-hmm. they're not going to win the championship, but not that far from playoffs. That's my... My main thing. The uh, I'm I'm very keyed into this Oklahoma San Antonio thing. Just I'm just I'm just trying to read KD's body language. That's all I'm trying to do. Just trying to see <laughs> like what is exactly going it's on in there. Pissed off. He's pissed off, and He's oftentimes so at Russell Westbrook. It's weird that Russell Westbrook seems to be the guy that has the most lapses on defense. Like you would think that that's the kind of guy that just you know slaps the court and like gets gets down on defense. Does not like pretty clueless almost. Because um, he plays defense in almost the way of like a defensive back. He doesn't even. It's not even like yeah. I'm like true lockdown def- defense is like not that much fun to no, watch. No, like no. Russell Westbrook's brand of defense is I'm gonna just, yeah just gamble to, gamble for steal steals <laughs> yeah. and I'll let Serge Ibaka or someone else basically also cover up for me. Serge Ibaka is I guarantee 35 years old or over. The way that his game has I he's, think he's so overrated. Well, he just shoots. Th- he's on his full Rasheed Wallace game right now. He's just like I'm secretly 35, and so I don't really want to like bang down low. So I'll just shoot threes from now on. I I, I mean, and this happened first with Chris Bosh when he transitioned from post player to them a three-point shooter mm-hmm. the heat it's like i think the three-point shot for a big man can just ruin a guy's game it can ruin a guy's game more than help i mean i know you're supposed to want the guy to be able to shoot a three-point shot yeah but then they that's all they want to do he doesn't shoot he doesn't block shot anymore he doesn't do he doesn't do the things that got him i think he's overrated i'm and I'm with you. Not that people even talk about him, but I also like think. I mean, he wasn't overrated four years ago, but now that he's 35, it, you know, it's it's different. <laughs> <laughs> um, two quick other notes. Yeah. Bargnani's back in the news. Did you see this? Yeah, he's throwing a little shade, a little Italian uh, shade. I enjoyed. So he put Venetian up a, blinds. If you don't know, he put up a, a Facebook post in Italian. You didn't like my Venetian blinds for the Italian shade. Oh, I didn't even catch that. That's smart. Yeah. All right, go ahead. Anyways. Sorry, sorry. You don't um, want to do what I just did. No, it's it's very smart. <laughs> uh, Bargnani put up a Facebook post uh, explaining why he left the Nets or the Nets left him. Was that on the Players Tribune that he did that? Oh, I saw it in a Facebook post. Yeah. Uh, well, I saw it. The Players on Tribune some is blog. such a joke. But they get. I mean, it's so they, fake. It's just. It's who's they, writing these things? Who is writing yeah. these things? Because yeah. <laughs> whoever is is a really good writer. Except for the Larry Sanders one. Did you ever read the? That's no. the best one because it's like two sentences, and it's like, I just wanted to stop playing basketball just because there's more to life. It's like mm, none of that is true, no. and you've got actual serious problems <laughs> with your emotional health. Anyways, I think. I mean, I read the one where um, it was the guy who who was voted into the NHL All Star Game. And he was just an enforcer and a nobody, but the NHL did not want him in the game, even though he was voted in. You but, like, can't come up with a name. No, yeah. something Wilson, because <laughs> he's a nobody, uh-huh. and he and he won MVP of the NHL. And good, he wrote this like awesome thing about you know how tough his life is. I don't know, whatever. Yeah. Anyways, uh, Bargnani says he wasn't getting enough minutes. Yeah, 
the well, one thing that wasn't the problem. With more minutes, could you imagine what damage he would do? He would, he couldn't get even a job in in Italy after that. He's he's <clears throat> horrible, but I'll miss him. You were that was maybe the thing you were loudest wrong on in the history of this podcast. Very very true. <laughs> it's almost embarrassing. I mean, not almost. It is embarrassing. Yeah. Uh, and then one last nugget here, Nets nugget. Nets finished dead last in TV ratings. Yeah. Not unexpected. But have you ever tried to read that? I've tried to understand TV ratings on multiple occasions. I mean, I'm I'm not super smart. I'm not super dumb. So I think I could should be. It's the most confusing thing on the planet how they do TV ratings. You mean the uh, like the actual like something something's rating? Yeah. Like what so basically, it's like, it's like per household in Brooklyn. There's so many households. It's an incred- incredibly dense place to live. So it's like. I mean, the the basic the version of it is that, like, you know, those numbers are misleading for how many households in each whatever gerrymandered jurisdiction of TV ratings there are. But but the rating that they're getting is from the New York market. The New York market is is yeah. New York State, New right. Jersey. Right. Very dense places. Yeah. And they only had 34,000 Is that what it was? That's it? 34,000? Oh, my God. Yeah. Yikes. Um, which sports... Sports ratings are off always because no other form of television is watched in bars except for sports. It's not like people are going. I don't think there's like millions of Nets fans that are flocking to bars to watch Nets games. No, I I would say almost no fans (laughs) are doing that. But there's like when you go to a bar, the Nets game, the Nets game is maybe on a TV. And and if it I is, it's, it it's to about be. to be I it's about it to be, be changed by someone who wants to watch Highlight or something. It's like, <laughs> I have to. I want to. I remember having to like fight people at uh, at bars to keep the Nets games on. Thirty four thousand. Yeah, that's yeah. not great. No, but hey, things are gonna get better. We're, but we're still getting ratings, so that's all that matters. But I mean, how many like households do like Oklahoma? Like how how many households are actually watching that? How many households are in Oklahoma? What percentage? Um, I mean, so Oklahoma City is like six hundred thousand people living there, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, a lot. Of, so yeah. thirty-four thousand would be thirty-four thousand households. Is basically, just thirty-four thousand people. Yeah, um, they just have to say households. Why? Why can't they be a family of because, twelve? Because they yeah, because they can't measure. <laughs> yeah. Well, they do measure people, but that's stupid. All right, that's your Nets news. Oh wow! Look at that. Yeah, we could do the mail. Just kidding. There's no mail because we didn't tell anyone about this podcast. But you can mail netspod at gmail. Yeah. Um, oh, shout out to Robbie Rose who's been hitting us up. Um, got your emails. Thanks, brother. Reading them. We're back at it, and partly because of you, because of your listenership. By the way, what do you think about the the Nets hiring a 26 year old to run their D League team? Ronald um, Norad. I want to know what that job is. I know that's goosh. And not gosh, um, but I, I I just I'm very curious. I feel like what's like starting salary for a D league? It's how like did thirty five k or something, right? How did this happen? How did, how did a a twenty six year old get a job as over me? You know, <laughs> that's that's what I. Why didn't they come? We could, yeah. Come on, D league, do that. Just get the, just find the, who's the best and give them the ball. Uh, do you want to do news around the league? Sure. Wow, man, I'm rusty. Normally, I'd have that all locked mm, up. Not normally. It's All right, news around the league here. Uh, So we are in the middle of the second round of the NBA playoffs, 
uh, right now, I think, so we're recording this at 3 o'clock. I think the Cavs and uh, Hawks are going to play at 3.30. So we're not going to, but, so, sort of, and I don't want to speak specifically. I mean, the two, the two huge things in my mind um, from the playoffs so far is obviously injuries, whatever, you know, Steph Curry, Chris Paul, uh, Blake Griffin. We'll, we'll see when Curry comes back. It's interesting that they keep kind of like floating out there that he's, that he is going to come back, that he's not going to come back, that he is going to come back, that he's not going to come back. Now that they've lost a game, he'll probably come back uh, the next time they play. But I do think something extremely uh, interesting has been happening. I don't know if it's getting as much attention, even though I think it should be, is that the Cavs are suddenly like, they, they're playing their what best I, basketball. What do I tell everyone every freaking year about the Cavs? Everyone... All year, it's like, are the Cavs going to find the parents? Is it going to be a big problem? Just like, no, it's not. It's They're an awesome team, and they're going to be awesome. In the past uh, three games that they've been destroying the Hawks, so not game four because I don't know what's happening that, they've shot 48%, 56%, and 54% from three. It's like they're a new team. I don't know if it's Lou. I mean, they almost did this last year where uh, in the playoffs under David Blatt, because of injuries, they turned from the three-headed monster thing to like all defense and lebron mm-hmm. now they've they're one of the weirder contending teams that has been in the nba in a while because they have never had an identity yeah like what we want people teams to have even the heat had somewhat of an identity like running around on defense and mm-hmm. then we're gonna have our three stars and we're gonna do our thing yeah. here the Cavs have just been par- probably because of coaching changes yeah they even had like the thing, like what is this team? As far as I can tell, the identity is like it's chaos. Like they they thrive when it's like there's just they're just riding a you know a hot hand and it's like just stupid balls flying everywhere because they have so many athletes at so many positions that they could just pretty much you know assume that they're going to come up something good's going to happen at some at some point. Um, but yeah, it seems like there is no like real you know X's and O's type identity. Uh, with that squad, they've been incredible against the Hawks. I mean, yeah. they've been so good against Atlanta is that we forget how good Atlanta was. I mean, Atlanta's not like fantastic, yeah, but they beat the Celtics pretty well. They don't. The, the, what's amazing about them is that they don't even go into an offense offensive set half the time. They just like like LeBron James will go into like sixth gear at mid court and just like do something insanely difficult to guard, and then it'll just like break down the defense and something will happen. Like half the time, that's the play. It's pretty incredible. Kevin Love's been playing better than than, yeah. than trash the, the way that he has <laughs> been playing. I feel plays. so bad for Kevin Love. I'm like, dude, just really? like I not bad, bad, but I'm just like as like he's like the one guy's like, please, can you not just be the like dumpy representative, uh, you know, of like just like dumpy white dude. Well, it, oh, well, yeah. per, you mean like just overall in terms of like his the way he fits just in? Like, on the yeah, team? like sad boy white dude who's like we he used to be good, so we got to get him his touches, and he doesn't fit in with any of it really. I mean, and, and that, not that that happened with Chris Bosh. I mean, Bosh is important, but like big, I don't think a big three really exists. There's no way to have a legit, like, like full triangle big three, like all sides being equal. Here's the move: trade Kevin Love and something else for Blake Griffin. That's the that's the move that makes know. everyone better. That stinks. <laughs> that stinks for Cleveland. Because Why? Because they're, they're trading out a, a a guy who can't play center, but who can shoot. They threes don't need a, a center for a guy who can't play center, but then can't shoot threes. 
Dude, Blake, no, no. Blake fits that identity so no. much better. Oh, my God. How moody would that team be? No. Zero percent moody because they'd win all the time. Zero percent moody. No. Channing Fry is actually the guy. Yeah. Channing Fry, I get because he doesn't he doesn't pretend to be like he'll like when he goes up for 27. It's like, wow, weird. Channing Fry is still like capable of doing something. Like Kevin Love, it's like, oh, he had another 17 point game. We got to get Kevin more touches. If you don't handle a ball in an offense that already has two stars, you're not. You're just not a, a super big factor, but he has been really good in these playoffs. LeBron's been amazing. I mean, it's like it's gotten to the point where because he's been so weird this regular season is that we don't like talk about freaking fantastic. I can't, he is. I can't believe you're not hot for my Kevin Love for no, like, that's terrible. Why? What is terrible about that? No. It makes sense. You don't. You never got. You never really understood basketball geometry the way that i did you really <laughs> saw the big picture stuff yeah no you're right no you're exactly right I'm, i know about podcast geometry yeah. yeah um yeah i'm just i think it's like we're so focused on the west we're so focused on the like steph curry's hurt how good are the warriors gonna be uh we have this amazing thunder uh spurs series which is which has been fantastic i love i love listening to the um <laughs> like Mark Jackson cover of the Spurs Thunder stuff, and he's like, nobody was paying attention. Marcus Aldridge, he's the best player in basketball because he scores forty points a game. He's like, well, he doesn't. That's he's had a good series because <laughs> Stephen Adams is guarding him. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, it's great. He looks really good, but like, let's not let's not get ahead of ourselves here. But that's been the that's. I mean, and it is. It's like a perfect matchup for Lamarcus Aldridge. I, I still expect Tim Duncan to do to be good. I know he has. Oh, he's horrible, dude. He is glued to the floor. Right I now. expect, like, because I trust Popovich so much, and he's like a spy. He's a secret. He, oh, we are God, pretty sure I can he just was, hear his legs squeaking from. Like, I just uh, expect him to come out of some series and just like suddenly be awesome, and everyone be like, "There's, there he is." He just there's can't Timmy. bend at the knee anymore. It's like there's just no, there's nothing. He's just at the hip. That's where he can bend. That's about it. Is he? Is he? Would you bet on him being retired at the end of the year? I, I think. I, think I really hope so. Be. It's pretty ugly at this point. Because there's no. I mean, I, I, he would never be the type of person that would stay on for longer. But oh, who's calling? Oh, my stepmom. It's Mother's Day. Your stepmom. Everyone, are you gonna, are you say pick it up, mothers. Now I won't. <laughs> Brutal. Screw her. Brutal. <laughs> <laughs> Forget her. I'm potting. I'm potting right now. Uh, no, but I'm. I'm excited to see. The, the the underground giant that is the Cavs with the best player in the league um, come into the finals and like be like 100% healthy and ready. And if they win, that would be obviously something, but I don't think they will. Have you been following Juan Pablo Valle at all? Don't know. <laughs> he's he's one of our guys. He's one of our overseas stashes that everyone's talking about. I watched, went, went deep diving on him, watched some footage. Everyone's talking about how athletic he is. I am, okay. not, I am not seeing that. Okay. I don't know okay. why I'm not Looking seeing that, but he looks like the way a, a baby deer looks just out of, fresh out of the womb. Oh, that's just, not bad. <laughs> just like, so like, there's like potential for athleticism, for stunning athleticism, like a, like a full born. How good is Juan Pablo Valle? All right. Um, but, All right. But scouts love his length. Uh, that was uh, news around the league. Sorry. Um, Did I ruin that by bringing that back to the Nets? Yeah, yeah, you ruined it. <laughs> you ruined it. Uh, question: You wa- how much of uh, 
blow deck Mediterranean did you watch? Um, not a whole lot. What are your initial takes? I mean, are you I'm, excited or not excited? That's the only take that needs to be taken. I'm always excited. I'm always excited. It's the best. It's the smartest show on TV. It's, <laughs> it's the most clever, best thing. Um, it's I, I'm I'm excited that the, as my wife pointed out, the captain looks and kind of talks like an uglier J.K. Simmons. <laughs> Damn, <laughs> this is not going in not on his a, looks. Not a place you want to be. I've always enjoyed penciled on eyebrows. He does look a little stitched together, doesn't he? Bald and penciled on eyebrows is it not is a, a great bit, look. It is a little bit like he's wearing somebody else's skin. There's like a little yeah. men in black thing going on there. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, also like, I don't know. It just sounded weird to me out. But the idea of someone who seems like they're from Chicago suddenly uplifting their life and becoming a yacht captain in the Mediterranean Something going on yeah. there. He's I mean, running from something. All those right? people are running from things. You know, if, you, you they know. all openly admit that they're running yeah. from stuff too. Yeah. I mean, could you imagine living in, like, sleeping in a bunk with a perfect stranger in those tight quarters? That's horrible. Yeah. That looks horrible. It's to really me. bad for months at a time. Well, so you you're getting you're moving a new apartment. Yeah. And I don't know if you want to put this on the pod, but you you publicly like the fact that you can get your own little area. You have this basement. Mm-hmm. I need. We need space. We're introverts. There's zero space on that yacht. None, none. You can never there's, be by yourself. There's no buy self time. Yeah. So you have. That's why it's. That's why it's so interesting because they're all hyper. Well, just like any reality TV show, they're all <laughs> hyper extroverts. And that's why they get so so explosive. Would you have you ever taken the Myers Briggs typology test? No. What is that? You know, like the they have the four letter acronyms for like introverted, intuitive, like INTP, INFP. You know, no. You never even heard of this. No. Well. Um, what do you do with it? So what is it? What does it tell you? So it's a it's a Jungian um, sort of psychoanalysis tool. Carl, Carl, Chaboy, Carl Young, shout out! Let's give him a horn. That's uh, uh, too late. Fuck it. Um, no, no, for for Carl. We, we're gonna... When when Sloan's gone, that'll be the Jung horn. Um, <laughs> anyways, there's like 16 personalities that you can fit into. Basically. Oh, okay. And. Uh, and when you find it, it's like, yeah, you read about what, what your personality is. What do you think my personality is, Brian? I don't know. I don't. I only know myself. I'm a, what are you? Uh, I'm an INFP, everybody. INFP, I'm coming out. That's a... Introvert? Introverted, intuitive... Narcissist? Nar- Hyper-narcissist <laughs> maniac. That's the, no, uh, introvert, intuitive, feeling, perceiving. Yeah, that's you. I'm a feeler and a perceiver and not You're a thinker and a judger. <laughs> You're very sensitive. <laughs> yeah, I guarantee. I almost guarantee that you are a feeler of some kind. I'd, I'd have never met someone <laughs> more sensitive. <laughs> I don't know if that's ISFJ or INFP. You, you might be. The same what person. assholes are we that we're saying that's a negative too? Yeah, I know. We're, we're so, like we're such bros. Yeah, such well, you feel bros. things. No, I am super sensitive. It's true. Um, I'm excited for the season. I the people to watch to me are one the and and I don't think we're being. She labels herself this way. Female deckhand, who's also a lesbian. Mm-hmm. She's got her, as I said to you, hedgehog needles up mm. for the already apparent sexism. It's great. She's great. Oh, uh, you, you're going full MRA on this thing, huh? What's that? Dude, wh- where where are you? What's with your acronyms, bro? Where are you on the internet? What 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 do, what do you spend your time doing? I just internet? go to ESPN.com really? and Woot.com. I don't even know what woot.com is. Is that just, it porn? Just shows you, no. <laughs> no, it just shows you like deals. <clears throat> D- 
deals really deals like things you can buy on the internet for, for wow cheap. oh i thought you meant like <laughs> like like i don't know like it like corporate deal making <laughs> <laughs> um well, no, that's even better. Um, oh, yeah, you were telling me about that. That's where you got your, like, cooler with a radio in it or something? Yeah, yeah. okay. So <laughs> Have you ever is, used that thing? Yeah, and I threw it away the yeah. moment. So <laughs> if you don't know what Woot.com is, they have, like, eight categories, electronics, computers, sports or something, and they have, like, things that are on discount. And I bought a, uh, like, a regular cooler, like a little, like, lunch bag cooler that had a radio on it. But it, the radio didn't have a tuner dial. It could. Tu- it had a dial, but it couldn't tell you where you were, so you just had to guess. <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> sorry now what be, were you saying? Nah, that's great. <laughs> um, anyways, true story, fun story. This is fun small story. Smash window sounder. No. Um, that's it, I think. No, what happened with the cooler? Nah, I threw it away. <laughs> no, we have anything else we have to say? Um, but that was it. Wow, was that an hour? Mm, less than an hour. Um, so, uh, well, what do you want to talk about next time? You want to give some like free agency stuff? Are we going to do this again next week? We should do it again next week, right? Yeah, we'll do it again next week. We'll do a, a full. I have. We'll I have already started questions the, going. Yeah. So w- please email us netspod at gmail. Uh, send in some questions. Send in some, and also free agency takes. Let's hear. Who you realistically want to see them get. I mean, yeah. that that would be a, a lot of fun. That would be good. To, and also, just our apologies. I'll apologize on behalf of Mike for for being <laughs> um, away this month, you know. But that's how it is sometimes. Yeah. No, we, we really do uh, like to do this, but yeah. we were just and bogged we love, down and stuff. And we love you guys. We seriously do. Um. So, yeah. So, next week will be free agency preview. Uh, we'll look at what the Nets can do with that cap space. Send in your ideas for people to sign uh, or possible mm. contracts to be dumped into our cap space like Derek Rose. Very exciting. Um, and check us out on Twitter at BK Glue. Guys. Did you mail those gifts to the people that tweeted? I still need to. I'm going to send. There was one person that was particularly good. I need to look at that. But I'm going to send them all of them, I think. It's because somebody asked for the thong. That's and you want to keep the thong. No one asked for the thong. I think I'm just gonna somebody s- said the thong. I'm pretty sure that somebody said send me the thong. Oh, really? It was too yeah. long ago. Mike, you got to mail those things. We I'm going to mail. We're going to mail the thong. Look, give them to me. I'll mail them out of my office. Okay. Do you not do mail out of your office? No. All right, give them to me. Okay. Um. Okay. Want to want to send it us? Send us out. Uh. Thank you. Oh, Wait, no, no, Wait. No, 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 no. We got to start over. It started with me flubbing the line, and then... Okay. Mike, take us out, buddy. Um, thank you so much for listening. Check us out on Twitter, at BKGlueGuys. Check us out on iTunes, search Glue or search Glue Guys. Check us out on thebrookgame.com. Thank you, Brian. Woo! Thank you. The end of the show, the end of the show, now you can now go home.